I'm sure about this. The one who started a good work in you will stay with you to complete the job by the day of Christ Jesus. This scripture comes from Philippians 1 and 6, and it's the CEB version. You know, this particular scripture reminds me of that song that I've referenced a few times, A Great Work by Brian Courtney Wilson. It also reminds me that God has started something great in each of our lives, and he's promised to never leave me or you until your dream or your blessing actually comes to pass. Hey, 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 welcome to the Emphatically You podcast. I'm your host, Candace Nelson, wife, mother of one dope college student, lover of words, music, and a native Adamsville bred Georgia peach. You're invited to this easy, breezy, soulful, safe space created for those of us who need occasional reminders, some tips, tools, and transformative messages that will speak to the heart of you. Come along with me on this brand new journey of truth, love, and growth. It's time to let your hair down and put yourself first so you can speak and be emphatically you. Let's get into it. Hey, 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 y'all. Listen. All right. Today's episode is entitled Showing Up for Yourself, Showing Up for You. And I opened this particular episode with the scripture from Philippians because I have to be really, really honest with all of y'all. I've had to sit back, reevaluate all of my goals, all of my desires, and just my life and the way that I want it to flow for me. Today's episode is truly dedicated to Candace. It's dedicated to me and how I need to speak the words to myself that I'm sharing with you. I have to be emphatically me. I have to be emphatically me. And with that being said, I know that I've been away for a little bit of a time. And that's simply because, I'm going to be real with y'all, I've just been... It's been a mixture of things, but one of the things that it's been is that I've been lazy. I knew what I had to do or knew what I needed to do, and I just let the days and the time just get away from me simply because I wasn't motivated. Now, why would I not be motivated to do my own podcast? (laughs) That is a great question. But here's the thing, life, as we say, be lifing, life be lifing. And, you know, I've had things to do just like everybody else. My life is not any different from any other person. I mean, I have a daughter that's in college. I have a full-time job. I go to my job every day. I'm a wife. I'm a blessed wife and I'm grateful 
for the things that I don't have to do inside of my home, but I still have things to do. And even when I don't, sometimes, and I'm just being very, very frank, sometimes I just want to sit. Sometimes I just want to be. I just want to be in the moment. And there's nothing wrong with that. I want you all to understand that there's nothing wrong with just sitting in your space and being who you are, being what you need, giving yourself that time if that's what it takes. It's not going to allow me to push my podcast up any further if I can't give it the real energy that it deserves. And it doesn't mean that I didn't want to do it. Things just happened and they were happening kind of fast. You know, just again, life be lifing. And y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm back. And here's the thing. As we get closer to the holidays, you know, I'm hoping that each of you will take things in stride. You know, don't overburden yourself. Don't get all caught up in the holiday mix with you got to buy this and you got to buy that and you have to do this and you have to do that. Take it easy. Take it easy. And that's what I'm planning to do. So we've got one month left in 2022. And I'm here to tell you, I'm proud of me. I am proud of Candace and the things that I was able to accomplish in 2022 and I'm looking forward to 2023. But as I go forth, as I move forward, as I take the steps that I need to take, I just shared that in a text message with a very dear friend of mine yesterday that I got to get my, pull my bootstraps up and step my game up and go ahead and get on into this thing. And I'm going to share what her response was. And I don't think that she will mind, but it, it, it touched my heart and it made me remember what I already knew. When I told her that life is doing what it does, but I have to, you know, I have, I've got to step my game up as I plan for my future. Her response was, yes, ma'am. Always remember God is never caught off guard and you are in his hands. Amen. Amen. I'm in God's hands and he's got me. So while I'm taking the time to show up for Candace, I want you all to do whatever you need to do to show up for you. I know y'all have heard this uh, saying before that you can't pour from an empty cup. I'm sure you've heard that many, many times. And it, it it's true. It is absolutely true. Because here's the thing. Here's the the breakdown of that statement. Our relationship with ourselves, it is the very foundation for our relationships with anybody and everybody else. That's it. Our relationship that we have with ourselves is the foundation for our relationships with anyone else. That being said, I have a couple of questions for you. Do you have confidence in yourself? I do, but my confidence definitely has been shaken throughout my life. What does your self-esteem look like? It's different for each of us. Do you have a belief in your own ability to solve problems? And then 
Do you understand the value that we each add to the world simply by existing? I need you to stop and just think about those questions for just a moment. Because what I've learned, and I'm hoping to be able to share this with anyone who hasn't quite grasped this concept yet, none of those things are going to come from your relationship status with someone else or your status as a mom or a dad. It's not going to come from having the coolest clothes or the flyest outfit. It's not going to come from a pocketbook or handbag. It's not even going to come from having a cute face or a body. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel like I'm a cute looking young lady. You know what I'm saying? I, I got some nice things going on when I walk out on the street. But even with a cute face or a fly-ass body, that is not going to push your level of self-esteem or confidence up if you don't value the relationship with yourself. If your relationship with you is not solid, if it's not on the firm foundation that it is supposed to sit on, then it doesn't matter what somebody else says. You know, if you don't have a firm grip of who you are and really and truly believe in yourself, baby, no clothes, no purses, nothing, nothing, nothing else will matter. Nothing else will matter. You know, it's funny. Um, <laughs> When I was younger, when I was a little girl, I honestly don't know that I really thought a whole lot about self-esteem. I think I just was, I was, I felt secure in who I was uh, as a child. You know, when you're a child, you do what children do. You know, you, you go to school, you learn, you dream, you think about what your future is going to look like. Um, you try new things, or at least I did, my brother did, you know, to see what you like, what you're good at. And, you know, you can tend to have your self-esteem crushed or diminished depending on the people that are around you. But overall, I feel like I was very self-reliant, self-sufficient, and I felt like my self-esteem was good. You know, but the reality is damage to our self-esteem or, you know, abuse or abandonment. It happens. It happens to the best of us when we stay in relationships where partners require us to change or shrink in some way in order to feel loved. Or damage happens when we buy into the belief that this is the only way we are worthy of a relationship by changing or making ourselves small. You know, I can share a tidbit of a story of something that happened to me. This is something very personal. And that's why I keep talking about, you know, showing up for yourself. And and I did step up and show up for myself after this happened. And I have to continue go through cycles of doing this. But this was some years, years, years ago, and um, I talk about this in an upcoming book that I have coming out, but I was in a relationship with a young man 
that honestly um, made me think that he loved me, but he only wanted to control me. And that was just the simple reality. So the very thing that I just shared with you about, you know, your self-esteem being damaged when you stay in a relationship where a partner requires you to change, this person put so much into my head because of who he was and he tried to control me and take advantage of where I was in my life. And the one part that I'll share, I'm not going to go into any specific details on this specific episode, but he put his hands on me. He physically abused me. And what I learned after finally coming out of that long relationship, what I learned was this. I lost a part of who Candace was during that time. And I didn't trust and believe in myself enough to say, wait a minute, you know, I don't need this in my life. I knew it was wrong. Don't get me wrong there now. I knew it was wrong. I knew he shouldn't be pushing on me and putting his hands on me and the things that he was doing. I knew that full well. But I felt like every single time he came back and said he was sorry, that he meant it. And I felt like every single time he apologized and he promised that he wouldn't do it anymore, that honest to God, there was something in me that said, if I let him go, I won't get someone else. Now, this was years ago, you all. I am moved well beyond that space. So I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm sharing and I want to educate. Because as I said, you know, damage to your self-esteem can be crucial to the essence of who you are. And you don't want that. But I'm going to stop right there on that particular note. I do want to say that, you know, damage can also happen to you when others, and this is anybody, boyfriend, sister, brother, cousin, mother, father, friend. Damage can also happen to you when others feel like they know us better than we know ourselves or that they can speak up for us as though we can't speak with our own mouths. That's part of why I started my podcast. I'm using my voice. So here's the thing. It diminishes your voice. <laughs> it diminishes our voice. And when others begin to speak over us and feel like they know us better than we know ourselves, then we don't learn to tap into our own voice and allow that to be heard loudly. I hope you all understand what I'm putting down. I hope you are feeling the words and the messages that I'm sharing with you. Because I've been through that experience. I know exactly what that feels like. But even in this space of continuing to grow and educate myself, I'm learning to continue to stay in connection in a positive and strong connection with Candace. Y'all, as I continue to walk down this street called life, <laughs> and I keep working, and I'm working, and I'm working on me, I'm working on Candace, and I'm working to 
elevate myself and move myself to my next level, I have to be reminded and then sometimes, you know, do a little research and find ways that I can do things to show up for me. How exactly can we show up for ourselves? You know, what are some things that we can do to improve our self-esteem and our confidence? You know, I wanted to share with you all that I just recently returned from a wonderful vacation to Hawaii. My family and I stayed on the island of Oahu, and we were at this beautiful, beautiful resort. And it was so funny when we were planning the trip. Um, I'm online looking at this, looking at that, looking at all of the things that the resort offers, you know, going on TripAdvisor, researching this, researching that, trying to see all of the different things we could fit in on our time in Hawaii. It is such a beautiful island. But here's the thing. (laughs) While I'm saying, oh, let me look at this, let's look at that, let's do this, let's do that, I had to remember and remind myself. And then I was also reminded from some very dear sister friends that are a part of the Sisterhood Sit Down Collective. Candace, don't forget to take a day to just be. Take a beach day just to relax and hang out. And y'all, when I tell you, that is exactly what I did. And I am forever grateful that I took my own advice and I took the advice of those that reminded me to make sure I got that in. Because even though there's so much to do in Hawaii, and we're definitely going to go back, I still needed to have that one day where I could just lay back and chill, just get in touch with Candace. And while I'm doing that, I also made a purchase. I was, you know, I think looking online at something, I don't know what it was, but I came across a new journal that I purchased. And I told y'all I'm, I'm big into journaling, but this one is um, 100 Days of Living, Uplifted and Empowered. And one of the days that I was in Hawaii, the message for the day was, I give myself permission to get clear on what matters most to me. Now, I just want to share, how can you do that? How are some of the ways that you can do that? Well, one of the ways you can bolster your self-esteem is doing just what I did, traveling. You get up and you go somewhere. And I know that's easier said than done, but every trip doesn't have to be a trip across the United States. You can make a trip just down the road. You can do a trip right here in the state of Georgia. There are so many different places I want to visit right here in my home state. You can do a trip to Florida, which is right next door. You can do a trip. You can do a staycation. You know what I'm saying? But that will help to increase and enhance your self-esteem. Another thing is to learn a new hobby. Now, that one was a good one for me to look at because I haven't really engaged in learning a new hobby in quite a while. And that's something that I think I want to do. Now, the hobby that I'm kind of sort of interested in, (laughs) it's not new, but it's 
getting reacclimated, but it's roller skating. I used to do that when I was a young girl. You know, I wasn't all the best, but it's coming back around. I'm seeing it more and more. And I'm thinking about taking some lessons to kind of get me back out there again. Another thing is recognizing, taking time to recognize the actual possible threats to your self-esteem. You've got to know what it is that's a threat to keeping you away from being the positive, fly, altogether, got it going on person that you are. You've got to be able to recognize those things and recognize those people. Another thing we can do to show up for ourselves is to volunteer. Now, I know we've had COVID and, you know, nobody's been going out, but we're kind of coming back outside a lot more now. People are getting out, traveling, doing more things. So you can volunteer. And I've been volunteering uh, previously, and I'm trying to get that ball rolling again for myself. But that's another way. Um, There's also... What I'm doing right now with the um, the journal that I just shared with you all, engage in journaling or meditation. Engage in journaling and meditation. I don't do a lot of meditating, but I do a lot of praying. I do take time to go into my prayer closet and I take time to let God know how grateful I am every single day. But the other thing that you want to do, this is one of the last ways that I want to share today is find yourself in validating circles. Like the question you should ask is, do the people that you associate with affirm you? I've been able to say this to many people, many of my dear friends that I'm still connected with, that if you're not here to edify me in some shape, form, or fashion. If you're not here to do that, then I'm not so sure that you're supposed to be a part person that's a part of my immediate circle, a part of my world, because there are plenty of people out there that don't mean you any good, and it's easy to find out who they are. And if they don't mean you any good, there's really no need for you to have them around because that's not going to do anything for you and it's certainly going to crush. It's not going to enhance or increase your self-esteem, not in any shape, form, or fashion. All right, y'all, we are rounding out today's episode, showing up for yourself. And as we come to um, begin to come to the end of the show, I want to ask you, have you heard the term I think I've called myself this before on one of my previous episodes, but have you ever heard the term introverted extrovert? Have you ever heard of that? I believe that's what I have described myself as before, an introverted extrovert. But here's the thing. this the Today, as I'm finishing up, I want to talk about being positively imperfect. I know, sounds like an oxymoron. I get it. I get it. But listen to me. You know, when you believe that a common mistake is evidence that you're weak or you're worthless or you're just not trying hard enough, this is usually evidence of how you really feel about yourself versus the fact that you believe that the mistake is evidence of those things. Instead, you actually feel you do will succeed or nothing you do is going to go right. You lose confidence in yourself and in your abilities. 
And something that doesn't even exist has the ability to make you fail in life. I'm going to stop right here. I want to stop right here before I go on to my next point. And I want to make sure I say this and I say it loud and I say it clearly for everyone under the sound of my voice to hear me. You are worthy. Please hear me when I say that. You are worthy simply because you exist. There's never a need or point or a time in your life that you should feel worthless because you are worthy simply because you exist. I want to make sure that you hear me when I say that. But I'm going to move on and let you know that the way around some of these problems is relatively simple. You need to just begin to embrace your imperfections and see them for what they really are. Okay, I know you're saying, all right, Miss Candace, well, what are they? Here's the answer. They are evidence that you're human, just like me and everybody else. You're human. You make mistakes. I make mistakes. We make mistakes. You learn from those mistakes and you move on to better things. And with that being said, I'd like to take a moment and share six ways, six ways that you can begin embracing your perfections in a positive way. All right. The first one is to set a small goal and achieve it. That's easier said than done. You know, change the imperfection to a strength. When you do this, it builds positive energy. And how do you do that? I set a goal for me today to do 45 crunches and I did them. I also did 45 squats. I'm in a challenge, but I accomplished that goal. That's something simple. You can set a goal to walk three miles uh, or two miles, whatever works for you. But the more that you do the things that you can do, the things that you set these little goals or realistic goals and you achieve them, your energy begins to become more positive. And so when you actually have a bigger goal or a larger project, you're able to break it down into smaller pieces or smaller goals. But once you have that momentum going, that will allow you to feel better about the fact that whatever the task may be that is presented to you, that you can in fact achieve it. And even if you have a little bit of doubt as you go along the way, just stop, breathe, Take a minute and look in how you can actually break that thing up to allow it to allow you to be successful in accomplishing and achieving that goal. Number two, break a bad habit. Now, I'm going to be real. You may need a close friend or a loved one to bring this particular uh, area to light for you if you can't see it yourself. And most of the times, you know, if we have bad habits we may not necessarily see them on our own because if we've been doing it long enough, it may just be second nature and we don't even realize that it's something that we're doing. But, you know, if you're open and you're receptive and you trust someone in your life that can kind of bring that to your attention and once you know about whatever that bad habit is, and then you've got to make the decision. You have to decide that you're going to work on changing it Embrace that imperfection for what it is and turn that bad habit into a positive behavior, whatever that may be. 
Um, I've got some things that I can think about that are coming off the top of my head. Um, I don't know how they may apply or resonate with any of you, but you know, we all have different things. You know, I'm not a smoker, but there's some people that smoke. Me personally, it's not the best habit. It can cause some different things. I had a a relative of mine pass away from lung cancer from smoking for years and years and years. But, you know, that's something that you can change, but you can only change it if you desire to make that change. The third um, point I want to bring to your attention is simply smile. Y'all remember Kirk Franklin's song, Smile? You know, the words were something like, I smile even though I hurt. See, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile. I smile. It's so hard to look up when you've been down. Sure would hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. So smile. Y'all, I'm telling you, it works. You feel better, too, when you smile. And I know you can't smile every single day, all the time, every single minute. But smiling can sometimes change how you feel inside. It really, really can. And I've actually heard it takes fewer muscles to smile than it does to frown. So I just want you all to remember, God is always working. So please simply smile. The fourth tip I want to share with you is to be solution oriented. Making a mistake, y'all, is not fatal. It is not the end of the world. Making mistakes is the only way that we're actually able to discover a solution to a challenge or a problem that is presented to us. If you learn to embrace your mistakes and the lessons that they teach, oh my goodness, Find the solution so you won't make the mistake again. And I'm going to circle back to something that I shared with you at the top of the episode um, about just that point about being solution oriented. The fifth point is to teach others. Listen, if you didn't make any mistakes, if you didn't make any mistakes in your life, you know, If you just didn't make any mistakes in your life, there would be a limited amount of knowledge for you to share. Okay? Remember this when learning your lessons in life. When sharing what you have learned, you are able to demonstrate the power of embracing your imperfections in a very profound way. The last tip I want to share with you is be grateful. Don't ever forget to be grateful for each day, each breath, your life, all the things that you have been blessed with. Also, be grateful for the things that didn't happen to you that you thought should have happened and now you're glad that they didn't. Be grateful for those things too. And this reminds me of the guy that I dated that was physically abusive to me. Y'all, I thought that I wanted to marry this man. But when I tell you, I thank God almighty that it did not happen. I thank him. So be grateful. So I want you to take those six uh, different tips or tools that I've just shared with you 
um, and see how you can use them and learn to uh, begin or even if you've already done it and you stopped and you need to go back and revisit it, you want to learn to embrace your imperfections because none of us are perfect. None but the father. All right, y'all, we are at the end of today's episode. This has been fun. I have enjoyed sharing a lot more of Candice with you and talking about how I need to show up for myself and I want you to remember to show up for yourself. But as I close, I want to share an activity with you that I would love for you to try when you have a moment and, you know, just do it at your leisure. So here it is. Grab a sheet of paper and a writing utensil. I want you to write down all the things that you believe about yourself. If you were on the outside looking in and you had to describe yourself to someone else, what kinds of things would you say? You can write down, now y'all can write down everything that comes to mind and once you're done, I want you to go back and take a close look at what you've actually written and then see how many of the things that you say are accurate and how many of the things may possibly be superficial. When you get down to the core of who you are, what kinds of things do you believe and say about yourself? I want you to take some time to do this self-assessment about what your thoughts are about yourself. I'm going to do it as well. I'm going to do it and, you know, I'll possibly come back and share some of the things that I um, I wrote down on my own assessment uh, on one of my future episodes. And if you'd like to share what you've put down on your paper, you can send me an email and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. You know that, um, absolutely would, but I'm going to do it. And I just might, like I said, share some of the thoughts on the next episode. Who really knows? But I'm going to leave you with a quote. We need to take care of ourselves unapologetically. And when you do that, you will continue to show up for you. So as I like to always say, if you'd like to connect with me, all you have to do is send me an email at Candice at emphaticallyyou.com. That's Candice, C-A-N-D-A-C-E at emphaticallyyou.com. I would absolutely love, love, love to hear from you. But I thank you. I thank you for listening today. I will talk with you all real soon. But as we always say, please take care, stay safe, and make it a great day. Peace.